Indy. Welcome to episode 4 of Indie Wrestling is Dead. I'm Andrew Bowers, owner, promoter, whatever, of North Wrestling. With me again is your North Wrestling announcer, Keith Lee's biggest fan. A question of North Sue Barker, <laughs> the Commonwealth's very own Tom Effin and Jeffin Campbell. Can't do any Effin or any Jeffin today. And promise. the man who sits next to Carl and Alex in the gorilla position, you might know him as Rafa Chapitez. <laughs> Samoa Chop. <laughs> that was hard to say. Triple Chop. Chop Wyatt. Chris Jeropop. Chop, <laughs> Chop Hendricks. I know him more formally as a goddamn sellout. Tom calls him Chop. This pod is scheduled for one fall. Chop fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chop. What's Chop fall? <laughs> what it never happened, mate. Well, ever since you started doing stuff on Question and North, I was waiting for the day that you fell. Because I was like, and every day made me feel a bit sick. A bit like watching, a bit like watching a child play with, like, sharp toys. <laughs> or near one of those, do you have those yeah. fires when you were a kid? From in the 80s. Oh, yeah, with like, that the just, fake holes. That just went, and had the metal bars in front of them to prevent you from touching them, but those metal bars went hotter than Boy, actual yeah. coal. Oh, yeah. you have to wait for them. You know you have to wait for them to hurt themselves. I know about. Or they th- know not to do it again. I know about three people who have scarred fingertips from them. Like three adults because of anyway. Howard's got a scarred entrance <laughs> ramp from what happened on Sunday. We'll get that in a bit. Oh, more on that later. So, what have we been up to since? Well, the last time we met, I guess there's not really any point of talking about since the last time we met. Mate, but we've had happened. a we've had a bloody North show. We had a bloody bloody North. Really show. good North show. It was a fun North show. Really wasn't good it? time had by all. I was fucking knackered on the on the Monday. I was absolutely shattered. I should tell Tom I had bruised ribs. <laughs> bruised ribs. I wonder why that was. Both me and Alex went and we did like the the unofficial Christmas after party for North. Yeah. Both aware that we had to be up at half five the next day. <laughs> so we we just pushed on through Monday. There's something nice though about those Sunday shows because they finish at what, half seven? Yeah. I love it, yeah. So then you're in the pub by half eight. Loads of quality drinking in. And then at least, even though you've got work on a Monday, you've got a couple of hours that you can fit a couple of drinks in. Although I got back and unfortunately my missus couldn't be at the show. She's at nearly every show. And I was, we had a poorly dog so no one could leave her. So then she came, I came back and we started talking So of course I had a few more drinks. I stayed up till bloody two o'clock in the morning. Oh, nice. But sometimes you can't come down from the bit, can you? Yeah, that is true. I'm always, yeah, you're always a bit buzzing afterwards. Especially when it's a good show. And I think that was of the year. That was, think, that was my personal most favourite show of the year. Really? Yeah. That's your fave? First one that I've really looked forward to going into it. Like, really excited about it going into it. And afterwards just thinking, yeah, that was fucking great. Like, yeah, that's as close to getting to a show as we should you know what I mean that, mm-hmm. that was a North show that I thought for the first time ever I thought not many other places are going to put on a show like that put it this way you know if, what I mean if aliens came down and says where do you work we work in North Wrestling yeah what's North Wrestling that's the show you show <laughs> Ben's you're getting his ass burnt the guy jumping off a balcony chop through stages me us free doing a song at the start Jesus Christ I showed my mum some of the videos on Twitter and she was like she's still not been to a show yet don't think she can get her head around exactly what, what is. wrestling is and what we are doing. So I showed her the video and she was most uh, happy about the singing. She's like, you really enjoy it, don't you? <laughs> See, that is the best when from, from your parents when they don't quite get what you do and they go, 
You enjoy it, don't you? Yeah, you, and, and you're, you're having fun and you, now. And you're, yeah, paying, yeah. and you're paying the bills. Yeah. So you can be out and it's all fine. <laughs> with, with something else, not wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, uh, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. How about you guys? I loved it. Like I say, that, that stands out as probably the best show of the year, like, in my opinion. Yeah. It just felt special. It just felt like it. It felt like the nice way to end the year. Yeah, very much. It felt so. like it, a lot of returns. Loads of returns. Like a I lot said. of returns. It felt like it felt like HMV unboxing. Right? <laughs> a lot of returns. It's like, I think I was saying to anyone who listened to me, my favorite thing about wrestling is entrances and surprise returns. Really, you wouldn't have guessed that by the way you booked <laughs> the last show. Christ on a bicycle. My favourite thing is to peek through the curtains, though. Even though we've got a monitor in backstage just to see, it's to peek through the curtains. And the one was, and obviously Sky Sports were there on Sunday, and they caught great footage of all of us. I think I, you would have been out there with me and Chop and Carl and Alex at the back. I'd pe- I was peering through, just as uh, was it MC Punjabi? Yeah, 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 yeah. And apparently. When it hits, everyone in the back just starts dancing. <laughs> and Sky Sports have got that for their documentary. Incredible. And then when Amir goes out, the pop for that was... It's those things, I think. I just love seeing people surprised and like happy. And and I didn't even think... When I think we were dancing at the back there, I, didn't even, I, I don't even know why I started dancing. I just started dancing. Because <laughs> you only start dancing, you think, oh, I'm in a club, you know. Oh. But there was nobody watching. I have to I really... I get it. I remember I'm sitting down doing all the movements. I have to really fight it. I have to really fight it because I'm aware that, like, I, 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 I'm very aware that I'm a big loud ring announcer. But there are some ring announcers that really like, like, just try and take up all the white space possible. Yeah. And I try not to do that, so I try and stand very still when I do it, deliver what I do, and then stand back and yeah. not get in the way of the entrance. And I'm when Amir Jordan's out, you do just want to dance. <laughs> Another I'm one like, that I does that can't. I think that's why that match went about nine thousand miles an hour. <laughs> even the guys in the ring were like, "Holy shit, we're hyped for this now." <laughs> Another one that always does that for me is uh, Session Off with her music. Yeah. Because I, I used to play that song all yeah. the time back in the day. Yeah. So when it hits and it's in a... you got to remember that sound system isn't just like your old typical PA system. But you feel the bass in it, center. can't you? Oh, it's like, oh. rushing, man. It's, yeah. That's why it's so perfect. So what did you guys think, aside from the show, because I think there were some really nice comments that were coming out of... Um, uh, from some of the fans we've talked about it as well like fans coming up to us and being mm-hmm. super nice and uh, there's a couple I think it was like Jason was really nice and um, I know Louise and I think it's Emily on Twitter they've all been really really super nice and I just wanted to make a point at this at this stage to go I know it sounds you know when people come up to us and Tom's on Holic, I'm running North Chops DJ, <laughs> when people come up to you and say, like, thank you for what you're doing, you might just think we're like, oh, yeah, you know, eh, thank you. Yes, we get this all the time. For us, definitely not. No, it's no. very, like, it proper hits you right in, right in your heart. And it, like, it keeps you going, I think, as well. I, I think, think wrestling is really powerful like that. And, and it's, it, you know, and any, any sort of form of cultural corner will say the same thing. Yeah. But what's lovely about North is the, 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 one, the one thing I'm always sad about at the end of every North show is that I don't get a chance to say hello to everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it yeah. always annoys. Like I always go for drinks afterwards, and I always try and yeah. like see everybody. But I, I'm going to get pulled in a thousand places, and I want to spend time and drink with everybody, but I so, just can't yeah. because everybody's so lovely. Yeah. The one um, thing that always stands with me is that someone wants my ugly face on their phone for a picture, <laughs> and I'm like, 
that's in their phone for life now. It's weird, isn't it? Like, it's like, why? It's really it's weird that people listen to this podcast alone anyway. So, yeah. so yeah, just a, that was a, I think that was another uh, observation I had personally from that show. Is just I could see when Sky Sports are going around, I could hear what people were saying, and it's just really lovely to um, to have that kind of support. And yeah, we're gushing at this point because it was a proper feel good show. It had reason to be. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's why it was. Yeah. I mean, at the start when we got like you started the show off. And got the whole reaction of everyone shouting north, 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 yeah, north yeah. for the Sky Sports oh, camera. Blew me head off that, like, I was a bit like taken aback from that, like. So, it yeah. sort of reminds yeah, me yeah. of like ECW. Remember the old ECW clips where you would start yeah. the show and ECW, a chance, it was like exactly like that. Yeah. It, it has good. that feeling of it. It was good, yeah. Apart from one guy who shouted, I fucking hate you. Not that I'm not that I'm bothered yeah. about that. Who, <laughs> <laughs> right. Was that, if you're listening, was that you? And why? I think it was Carl. It's it's not Carl. It could have been. <laughs> if it was Carl, I don't know if I paid Carl yet. Oh, right. <laughs> that probably explains it. Uh, no, I, no, it's fine. It, it's not fine. We all, you know. Oh God, you do. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've dealt with all that all year long. Really, when like you get it's a thousand nice comments, and then one person goes, "You're rubbish." Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, am I? What? No, it was it was it was bizarre. I was the the, the love from yeah. the Riverside was. I've never felt it as. Palpable, yeah, I think so. And there was a lot of people there who we see, uh, you know, maybe other like people who work on the show as well, who we don't we might see every other show or whatever. It seemed like we had a full house. It seemed like we had. Well, there was some notable uh, missing. Big Rig wasn't there, who's an integral part of the show. And Michael, who does the security with him now, wasn't there as well. There's a couple of people who weren't there, but like on the whole, it just seemed like everyone had got there for a good old Christmas party, end of year Christmas party, and it was lovely. It was lovely. Anyway. 2019 Northeast. Did you enjoy the song? Absolutely. <laughs> I was seeing the Bowers on the wheel field. What we should do next year? You know what you've done with um, with Ross Tweedle on the Keith video? Oh, yeah, that little To sell the Northeast next year, what we should do is like a Christmas version. Oh. Video to promote the Northies, right? You've given it away now, though. Like, so. well, I have. But no, it's we, fine. We've got twelve months to put it together, as opposed to twelve hours. And I'm thinking, well, we will, good. we will leave it to twelve hours. <laughs> and I'm thinking, True. E seven evening courts, you know, like the old classic oh. Christmas videos. And I think it would look really good. No, so if you were, if you were there at the Northies and you heard the, our version of "Come Fly with Me," if you've got a a, a recommendation for or an, an idea for a, for a song next yes, year, yes, definitely. Tweet it in. Yeah, I'm down for. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, what I liked was so we normally do a question in North at that point. Yeah, and uh, and us us three are in a, a messenger chat together, so we'll sort of bound around ideas and stuff and send each other nudes. Um, <laughs> and uh, and it was and Stop I think we job. we mentioned that question in North was going to be rested in favour of the Northeast. Yeah. I think we'd said it like probably two days out from the last show. Yeah, cool. All right. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't know how much I normally with question in North. Normally, I'll sort of take on all all of it, which is fine. I never begrudge it. I never begrudge. Like, I'll take on all of it and I'll yeah. just make sure. But you so, usually wait that day to work out the questions. Or pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think the last time I walked to the I walked to the ring for question North, going, I haven't figured out the second round. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and then you ended up doing the chairs thing. Wasn't that it? was yeah. it. So we worked that out. That was always perfect. But it was. I think we were in. I think it was on the. I think it was on the Wednesday mm. before 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 the weekend. Oh god! And yeah. and it was like. So where how where are we at with the northeast? I just got back from Holden. You just got back from yeah. your holiday, Bob. You've been on uh, a lad's holiday. Iron Upper. Eleven um, Reef. Eleven <laughs> Took it into Eleven Reef. I've only um, heard that saying this year. That's that's from you only. That I've never if heard. If it that ends before. up on Sky Sports, I'll be delighted. Right. <laughs> As will Grey Dogs. I nicked it off him. Um, but um, and I, so I said, where how are we doing with the northeast? We and, and you went. I've got a song. Cool. 
And then suddenly, like, the, re- the rest of the thing was going, da-ding, da-ding, da-ding. It was like, we should do a podcast. <laughs> we'll get the pop of the boys to do a podcast. Oh, what if we do, like, an invasion thing, like New Jack style, and we attack them? And I'm thinking, we've got three days. I said, say what, lads. Loads of time I'm gonna, I'm... Tom needs to turn on the Christmas lights. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> the Christmas lights switch on. So like, I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to do what I don't normally do in God these conversations. Almighty. I'm going to pull rank, yeah. and I'm going to go, right... We're just doing the awards. <laughs> and I promise you it will be fun. And was yeah. I right? Oh, you were right. We didn't, were need, right. We didn't need an no. overabundance of stuff. No, and the weird thing about this show as well is that that, that pre... Well, the Northies finished one minute to four before the doors opened. The show finished at half seven on the dot. Wow. Like, I mean, someone was like... Someone said... They've got a tweet about it. And somebody said... It was like, the good thing about North is they're obviously well organised because they finished at the exact time. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that is only by accident. <laughs> you remember the time sheets he brought to him, right? And this is the times we've got to stick to and all that. Do you remember the time he said we were going to start the Northies and what time we actually started the Northies? Was uh, it was about... I think we started it... I think we started it at 10 past. I think we ended up starting it uh, on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we kept turning around going, where's Bowers gone because uh, cause bless you because this is running around because this is yeah. it you run the whole darn show yeah. so it's a lot to suddenly ask of you which is why like I, when I say like, I don't begrudge no, but taking I on the question north with yourself yeah. now because at least then you know you can run the whole show you know the pre-show stories. but I was singing a song that was not a taste of it no but I was I had my, pe- my audience my people <laughs> this is my moment <laughs> perfect moment but it, hey look look. No. the main thing is it happened I, I think it was, it was nice great. to be a part of that northeast thing because I think there yeah. is like you know it, it, it is not, for me as well I never really see the pre-show I'm never really a part of that pre-show really so it is nice to be a part of that pre-show and know that I draw more than a question enough <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, <laughs> no. that's a fair point well made. No, 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 no. I am not taking anything away from a question North. Is, I'm being a dick here. No, no, no. It was, what was, um, I want to talk about. I think we had built up a question, um, the Northies quite a lot though. We had on yeah. Twitter, it had been, yeah. And it was something different as it well. Was, yeah. And it was, it was, you know, I think when you think like, I like how North has always done pre-shows differently before I started yeah. where you had the Q&A. Yeah. And then we then we do the quiz, and then there were, we had the award show. It's the fact that it's something a bit different. It's not yeah. just you know if you pay a bit extra, you get a bit extra. You don't get an extra match, but you get like a little. I've always struggled show, with the, get... the match on a pre-show thing. I think it's a little bit unless uh, it's progress. Yeah, <laughs> I think well, yeah. If you've got like if you progress, they're pre-show though. It's in front of a full house, like mm, so uh, in front of a full house, in front of like um, well, even if it's seventy-five percent full, it's but you were five hundred people. You know, pre-show we've just done was the biggest selling one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we had about 75 people in there. That's incredible. Which is really cool. But, like, for us to put a match on in the pre-show, mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit, for us, and this is for nobody else, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's as, res- like, it's, I don't think it's needed. It's a little bit disrespectful to the guys who are performing on that pre-show. Um, it's also another fucking match that you have to stand up and watch. Yeah. Like, I'm very aware that yeah. as a, an all-standing show, for three hours... You're gonna to have to stand up and watch it. You don't want to watch another one. So I think I think a question enough is perfect. It's nice North a is bit what, of easy banter in it. Start. It loosens up the crowd a bit as well, yeah. and like everyone was shouting and laughing or not laughing at some some of my jokes. But <laughs> I'm always grateful when they do laugh. Yeah, oh. it reassures me. We need yeah. to talk about Chop Four though, because right. away from all the awards and stuff like that, 
Um, do you want to run through the awards? We'll run through the awards, but I think we'll go with we'll lead with moment of the year just to go and talk about Chop because we've been we've been wanting oh. to talk about Chop Four for a while. I can say that Chop Four was not planned. I don't you know, said it was planned. Uh, no, well, it look, big I me because it looks perfect. You <laughs> jump, you make a stupid jump. I was like, why are you jumping that far? The ring, the ring was further. It like, was normal. Moved. Thank you. And then John Myers, as if from nowhere. Just appears. So the you go. My favorite thing is the chop goes like chop fall. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And I don't think it was that the fall, or was it just the fact that you knew that chop fall was going to become well, a thing? No, no. You knew what it became. Uh, on top of that, you've got to understand. John hasn't been there for three shows. First return of the night was John Fall, <laughs> and he had to be stood there as someone fell over. The true, the true. It was truly accidental. So, so we had a few people in mind to present some of these awards. Yeah. And what happened was, I think, <laughs> I think. Because I'd said to you, I said, um, "Does everybody know, who, you know, who's presenting awards?" I said, "Do you, Andrew?" I said, "Does everybody know who's presenting awards?" Yeah. And uh, he said, "Yeah, they do." And I went to Shreddy. I said, "Are you cool with what you're doing?" He went, "Doing for what?" <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. Howard, are you cool? What you're doing? What am I doing? Uh, All right. Cool. So, I, so no. So what? I, so I just thought I'll err on the side of caution um, that you haven't spoken to yeah. John Myers. Uh, I think you'd even said like we had, not arrived yet. Yeah, we had spoken to John. Let's her on the side of caution. Yeah. Let's not let's not you know call him out and then stand there holding our our, our love length. <laughs> let's let's just crack on. So I think everything there's you see in that when you watch it, you'll see the bit where I whisper to at Bowers and I just go. So I just roll without John. And you go, yeah, yeah, John was back there. You, Alex said like John had turned up like yeah. a good five minutes before, and then like got he got to got replaced by Jordan, the question of North champion. It's a shame, but but, but no. If anything, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad because it created the moment of the night. Because if he come out to do the award of the night did, of the night of the pre-show night. Oh, thank God for that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. For me personally, it was moment <laughs> of the night. It was just moment nice. of the podcast. You see me on the video just looking shocked. I was like, "What's happened?" Because I was leaving. Just turn around mm. and then the curtain goes down. I was like, what the fuck's happening here? <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? Where's your shoe gone? <laughs> Everyone's like, why did you jump? I was like, I do this every show. Yeah. You do, you do. And I usually it terrifies it. me every time. I usually nail it, no problem. And I might have put a little bit of weight on Got a little bit of holiday weight. My back, so I have put a little bit more extra flight on us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just said the ring was further away. But I didn't, I didn't even hit the stage. My foot hit like the second step up, yeah. and then I just went forward. Hit, get and I thought it. the worst. I thought the whole freaking stage is going to come down on everyone. Like I could just wait. Bowers is going to fucking money, money, money. What the? Uh, fuck? I would have just probably. And then my shoe went yeah. underneath the staging bit at the back. My phone come out. I thought my phone would come out my pocket. I don't know where the hell that went. And then as I'm lying down, going, oh, I can't believe this is happening to me in front of all these people. I just look at it and there's John fucking falls <laughs> down. And, and he's happy as a fucking Wonderful. pig and shit because he knows now I've been completely forgotten about. Now that has gone. And well, be, I don't think I'll ever forget yeah, John about John Paul. John Paul is forever John Thank Paul. Yeah. There's just now John Paul as well as. Yeah. Not instead of. Well, actually, to prove <laughs> that point, when the first match kicked off and you went, this guy's just scheduled for one fall on the back, oh, please don't fucking see John Paul. Please don't see John Paul. <laughs> So that works. So ironically, moment of the year resulted in that. Well, I think, yeah, so there was a bit of confusion because I think Shreddy came out and uh, took the moment of the year because moment of the year was Rory Coyle. Yeah. Shreddy made a point of saying he's going to make 2020 moment of the year tonight when he beat Rory Coyle. Um, somebody said, ooh, it's 2019. But the whole point was is that last show is included in next year's That's awards. That's how awards work. Yeah. The period, <laughs> the period of time is from... 
December onwards. Are you expecting us to therefore look ahead of time and go, we know what the moment will be. <laughs> what <laughs> I am it'll expecting. It'll be the return of Amir Jordan, which will be a surprise later. <laughs> Come on. What I am expecting is within the first half an hour of the new awards season, there is a moment of the air already in there. And it is chock full. <sighs> Lovely, you did great, mate. So we had breakout star of the year, right. Gia Adams. Uh, how do we feel about that? Right. Very, so do you want me to run through rightful. the top five? Ooh, we're here. On. Andrew Bowers at this point has pulled out a pie chart, multiple pie charts. I so apologise. This is exciting. Breakout star of the year. Did you do that on Excel? No, this is on Google Forms. Oh, does you it for saucy you. devil! Does it for you? I'm the person one here, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so with eight point three percent of the vote was Rufio. Oh. In fifth. In uh, fourth with 13.9, Fraser Thomas. Third was Connor with 16.7. Second, Will Cruz with 20.4. And Gia Adams with a stunk in 40.7% of the vote. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah. I agree with that one. Yeah. She got a lung blow from HT Drake. I don't think anyone saw that coming. No, because I was genuinely thinking that this was like a full on. Because he had said someone had shouted someone over, and he goes, This is the pre show. We don't do things like that. Yeah. And then yeah. he just couldn't help himself. He's a bastard, he? didn't he? It's fine though, because it was non cannon, so she was fine. Yeah. We've got so Stuart to come through. As soon as she went back through the curtain, all injuries were healed. Yeah. Non cannon. Yeah. <laughs> I always think that though, you know, that always happens. If it's like a one off in an interview and someone gets a finisher put on them in wrestling, they get the paramedics out. But when that finisher gets hit on them in the match, they're all right. Do you know why? Because they are not expecting it. Whereas like in a wrestling it. match, you're kind of half braced for it. It's a bit like how. If you get was hit it, by a car Houdini, when, you dr- when Houdini died because he got punched in the face by surprise. Uh, and normally. He, in his stomach. In his stomach. Yeah. And it was a surprise. So therefore, uh, that's how he died. So it's because of the element of surprise. Well, there you and go. normally it's on a surface that isn't a ring. Yeah, that's true. If you put the, if you, if you put the page turner on somebody on a table, <laughs> God damn it. hurt even more. Debut of the year went to Mr. Jumari! Oh, how well did I nail, nail that? Get uh, it right, actually, yeah, mate. Money! <laughs> now let me work out the colours on this. So we had second was Trub Clop, Trub Clopitana. Trub Clopitana freaks our dreams. Sun and sunshine. Gene won it with thirty-two percent of the vote. Club Tropicana twenty-five percent of the vote. Visage seventeen point six, and then it was kind of like the rest of them. There's three that were quite even, and that was the OJMO, uh, Mao, and Charlie Evans, and then Deadly Sins came after that. Nice. I think Story's he won the be. best acceptance video of the night, Luke. He did. Are you gonna? Are you gonna say hello to him when you said to the whole crowd doing that? I notice he's only got two fingers on his cock, like. <laughs> Here come the excuses. Yeah, you know I mean? that damn dirty dog. No. Checking out his damn dirty dog. <laughs> show of the air. Show of the air became NCL nineteen. Very nice. Um, that is now just this afternoon as we record this. What's the date today? Thursday. The tw- it is 12th. the twelfth. Thursday, twelfth of December. That's gone up free on PivotShare. Oh, wrestling.pivotshare.com. You can watch the whole bloody thing in free because you voted it for as your favourite bloody show. It's a flipping freebie. OJMO versus Lucky Kid in that show and Spike Trevay versus Ricky Shane Page. Good show. Moment of the air we've already talked about but obviously Rory Coyle won that. Second was Kyle Fletcher and El Fantasmo Slow Things Dan. Um, uh, What came third? Prog on the Tyne. 
mm-hmm. came third. And then we had Benji's bumhole, just as if that was one the moment. The concept of Benji's <laughs> bumhole, the moment of the year. Um, North man. Shea Purse's entrance, because he came, came when he was a surprise he partner. Came out with, to Creed My Sacrifice. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. with Carlos yeah. Romo yeah. when A-Kid was injured. That was, actually, that was phenomenal. And Alex Henry returns. And then Super Benji appearing in the Rumble. Was that was good. I yeah. think we should. I think if if we, if we ask the question, who would you think comes next? Book book. Um, don't ask that question. You'll tell him again. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> book Super Benji because I thought he was great, and we've only used him once. I, yeah. I love Super Benji. He is good. Massive prospect. Especially I know he's he... always busy. Yeah, but he you is. can book Super Benji. But he's not booked way. anywhere else around here now. Well, really, as we stand, if the vote goes the right way it goes tomorrow, <laughs> we're putting too much politics in. You may want to go back to being Super Benji. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean go back? What do you mean go back? Super Benji. Who, 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 who's going what, back? Who was Super Benji before then? Super Benji's always been. Pull that curtain back. Super Benji. <laughs> and there's Chop on the floor with his shoe missing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> John Myers Chop standing on, over oh, him. No. <laughs> it's the fucking North. <laughs> Why not? Why, you, you know how you and Matthew are finishing the, um, uh, the comms tomorrow? We are indeed. Can we just put some Matthew commentary over Chop 4? Oh, <laughs> of course we can. Leave that with. <laughs> I didn't know if you would. <laughs> you fell over! <laughs> fuck her no! You fell over! You fell over! <laughs> don't fuck me though, right? As soon as no. he walks in. As soon as he walks in, alright? No, don't, don't actually let me I do was going to say, mate. I want to see my friends. Matthew! Did he hear what happened? Yeah, no. What happened, Luke? <laughs> I fell over. Did you not hear about this? Yeah. No, but if the, if the send is it, I'll have a look and I'll be able to tell you how it is. Why does your Matthew sound really creepy? He sounds like my... If you send it, it. <laughs> sounds like my stepdad. <laughs> Wait, too much... Sending a video and you slowly over. I'll fucking do more to the media. My name's Matthew and the this is Bashamania. The point being, I botch me and you have a problem yourself, yeah, like, and you're probably going to fucking... This hole is getting bigger for oh, you. Bollocks. Not only are you creating yourself a meme of yourself in the North Universe, you're also burying Matthew of Botchamania. But once we show you the Northies footage, it's not the, the clearest fall. One bot, one matter, one matter. Neither was John Falls, though. To be honest, he'll put Mega Man Three music over the top. <laughs> there, be fine. Did anyone in the crowd film do a North? Well, there we go. There's another thing to tweet us in. Have you got Sky a, Sports? I don't know why. Sky, <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a soccer Saturday, mate. Oh, actually, I'll, I'll Jeff, check. Jeff, going unbelievable. Oh, I haven't checked the hard cam footage yet either, yet. so I can check that as well. Ah. So, anyway, tag team of the year, which was presented by none other than me. Um, Landon Gentry won it. Second, Landon Gentry won it with forty-nine point one percent of the vote. Oh. That's fucking like, and there's about how many was there? I haven't got the risk. There's a hundred and seventy odd, I think, people who voted for it. We we Something recording like this on the on the day that the UK goes to the polls, <laughs> and here's the problem, right, North? You hate the landed gentry, yet you voted for them. You <laughs> voted for them. I don't trust our country. To and, make the right and wrestler of the year will come to you as well. <laughs> uh, second was Lost Boys, twenty five percent of the vote. Um, third, more than hype, at fourteen point eight. New Nation and Boris and Gia somewhere, whatever's left. Um, match of the year, Spike Trevay versus Mark Haskins. Unfortunately, I think that live link to 
Mark Haskins yeah, was a bit. Yeah, was a bit, bit I think he just jumped thing. with the streaming. Yeah, yeah it was. It was live. Really got the technology. I'd like to it. thank um, Pop and the Boys for presenting. Is it they? Did they do that one? Which one did they do? Yes, they did. Match of the year. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because like again, like we were. I think I said to you, did we? Have we? Anybody approached them to say they want to do yeah, it? Right. And I thought, do you know what? Do you know what? I'm just going to call them out, and if they want to come out and do it, they will. If they don't, then they don't. And right. they were great sports about it. They said, and I thought they they said that they didn't. Okay, so I'm just slipping into my old. Own DMs here. Oh. There's a Pop and the Boys podcast DMs here. Sliding into uh, his DMs. Uh, 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 Keith Lee into my DMs yesterday. Did he? Yeah. I'll show you this. Uh, okay. My yeah. God, that's a big one. Well, <laughs> I know, right? I oh, yeah. his phone, by the way. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what? I hadn't asked them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd asked them to be a part of it, though. I thought if, the, if you had asked them, they would have put something in their little preview show. Yeah. keep an eye open. no I said they were going to be like a secret like uh, I, I, all I'd asked them was if they could speak to the Sky Sports crew briefly right fair enough and I think I'd asked them ages ago after the, maybe the time that we t- the last podcast we did I said uh, I'm not sort of anything other than the idea of the North East but I'd like you lads involved so that was mm. yeah, anyway but either way like we, they, we, I called them out of the crowd and they jumped in and they got involved jumped in the chance yeah. They really did. They, they were lovely, like, they're really, yeah, they're really right. lovely lads. Just want to get that podcast. Did over. you speak to them? <laughs> did you speak to them after the show as well? Did you, have you done the five questions? Yeah, doing... yeah, they fired the five questions thing yeah. at me during the interview. There me was and a Chopper point where we were, because me and Bowers got asked to do it together, right? And there was a point you were going over the pub yeah. outside, and you stuck your head over the shoulder and went, I was just seeing what you were doing, and I just went. Oh, I <laughs> that look as well? What are you doing? What Apart you from, doing? From, <laughs> felt, like a, felt like a cat with other people eating food. What, what are you eating? Are you? <laughs> I've done that one. <laughs> Apart from Jason Prime, oh sorry, the primate who rolled past in his car, rolled the window down, and then got interviewed for about five minutes while me and you stand there in the fucking. What is he? A, cold. Is he a Premiership manager? <laughs> That's That's exactly what I said. Is that Harry Redknapp? <laughs> <laughs> So match of the year, it was uh, Spike Trevay versus Mark Haskins, which you will be able to watch for free on our YouTube very soon. Oh. Um, other matches, and it, this was like, as you can see in that pie chart, it was very even. Ooh. Was We had Mark Davis Mark Davis versus Scotty Davis, Spike Trevay versus Ricky Shane Page, AJ Estria versus Mark Davis, which ended up coming uh, third. The OJMO versus Lucky Kid. Uh, El Fantasma versus Cal Fletcher, which came second, but only by like uh, like two percent. Like there's a two percent. Some belters this oh, year. Rory Coyle versus T.K. Cooper. Oh, Shreddy versus Primate. Charlie Evans versus Session Moth. So yeah, so good matches really. Yeah. I sometimes forget that we've done a lot. Of good. It's because you do so many, you forget, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. And then finally, rest of the rest of the year, hosted by or presented by our very own host, Mr. Oh, Tom Campbell. Not Stevie Aaron, as we said on the show. Oh, I'm sad. I was, I was looking forward to Stevie Aaron return. <laughs> oh God! Why did you point <laughs> to the sky? Can I ask you that? Why did you point to the sky? In memory of Stevie Aaron. He's not dead. You know? <laughs> He's making. Oh. I'm moving on. I've made, a, I've made a terrible error. <laughs> the bar <laughs> is always open. Should we cue them that, that that funny music we do for adverts now? <laughs> magically comes on like now. No, what did you get? Well, no, we'll do that when I do my advert next. I thought that was next. No, I'm doing rest of the air. <laughs> <laughs> You're the man who cues stuff. He cues stuff at North, and he got the anyway. Uh, Spike Gervais. I was really surprised at this. Okay, so I didn't know off the top of my dome, I didn't know the percentages, but it struck Spike Trevay with 25.9%. Second, we, no one would have guessed this even six months ago, 
Screwface Ahmed with 23.1%. Jeez. And then third with 19% TK Cooper. And then the rest of them in, in there, you've got Rory Coyle, you've got HT Drake, Screwface. He, he was out for a few though, wasn't he? Yeah, true. So I guess true. he hasn't performed as much as the other guys. Shreddy, Breck, Roxy, and El Fantasmo got in a, a nomination in there. So yeah, very interesting. I thought they were really cool. I really enjoyed the Northies. I'm looking forward to them next year. We've we've got a little bit of like a Hall of Fame gathering now because we've got last year's winners. Now this year's winners. Yeah, it's turning into like a little Hall of Fame. Yeah, I wonder who who would be. There's a quick question for you. Who would be your first member of North Wrestling's Hall of Fame? I'm going to start reading out this grapple clothing sponsor spot whilst you read. Can I the music? Whilst you think about that. So, Chop, if you could play the music now. Right, I think that's Ooh, playing. That's lovely, that was lovely. Right. Oh, I like that. A quick mention for our sponsor and ally on the front line of Brit Rest, Grapple Clothing. They've dropped their biggest release yet, which includes a North X Grapple collab shirt in yellow. There'll be loads of lovely items to keep you warm this winter. The sick Grapple beanies are back in stock, baby. Yes, Chop, you got some, didn't you? You I got, got a load of little merch, but I'm yeah. allowed to wear it. I was going to wear it on Sunday, but I'm allowed to wear it until Santa Bridge. Is it your Christmas present? Yeah. Nice. You'll spot Grapple Clothing at the North Merch Stand and generally plastered all over our own social media outlets purely because we love them so much. Their last date for UK Christmas shipping is December 20th, which is actually quite close to, like, well, quite close to now, but that's pretty good, I'd say. We love working with those guys. Keep your eyes on grappleclothing.co.uk now. Right. Grapple chop full t shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I, I, a, I want uh, one for Christmas, Christmas please. <laughs> Can you just stop that music now? Thanks, Chop. Ah, nice. Well done. Seamless. But yeah, Grapple are great, though, because I think there's a couple that we're looking in next year, hopefully, to do. We've done a collaboration T-shirt with them before. We're probably looking to do something, a collaboration, something else Ooh. with them. Adidas. <laughs> with Grapple. I'd like to do maybe a cap or something, like a snapback or a hoodie. I'd like a, I'd like a North snapback. I tried uh, doing for your logo. Yeah. Online and I just couldn't get it working. But no. I think I, we looked at doing them and it was like £17 yeah, it was a expensive. snapback. Because the logo's so big, yeah. it's it's hard doing it, but uh, we lost should get one. Then. I'd like one because there's too many people who stand on that balcony and look down on my bald spot, so if I can just get a little pull <laughs> here. bald spot? Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly, mate. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, yeah, I asked you a question. First man or woman oh, yeah. in the North Wrestling Hall of Fame. I'm saying Rory Coyle. I'm taking it. Of course, it'd be Rory Coyle. Rory Coyle and Spike Trevay would go in there. Of course, I think any champion would have to go in the Hall of Fame, surely. Is that a, is that a WWE rule? Are all champions in the Hall of Fame? No, 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 no. Because then you're going to be putting... Like, there's there's a lot of detritus that you yeah, don't have to put in. For us, Rory Coyle and Spike Trevay go in, definitely. I then well, no, that's my call. It's my it's my promotion. I don't have to work hard at making answers. No, you guys I, do the no, thing. No, I don't think that. I don't think that becoming the champion therefore immediately qualifies mm-hmm. for the Hall of Fame. I no. think it should be. It, there should be more to it than that. It should be, you know, like outstanding contribution to North Wrestling yeah. overall. Which is yeah. why I think Rory Coyle is most definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. Got to be. Yeah, and, and and obviously, I mean, obviously, I, I'm going to contradict myself when I say this, but like the significance of the fact that he was the first North champion. Yeah. Makes sense that he yeah. goes into the North Wrestling Hall of Fame, yeah. and, um, and and just generally the the sheer amount of shows that he is yeah. headlined, mm-hmm. he very much belongs dragged us up to I think like well I think we both dragged each other up to where we are um, mm. and helped each other. I think it was that like it's lush when it happens when it's like you're the perfect wrestler for us and mm. we were the perfect promotion for him as he was coming up. It's like 
magic happens. Yeah, jazz proper happens. Yeah. Anyone else? Kirby for me, I would say would be a close one. He's not been on too many shows. Yeah, but from the start he was, wasn't he? He's the first couple of shows. He was one of the first ones that was in there. Let's put Osprey in there then. (laughs) Well, let's put Pete Dunne in there as well. Was he one of the first ones? Exactly. Who am I thinking of? It was. He was, was, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pete Dunne shouldn't be in the North Hall of Fame. No. I think I'm going to put in H.T. Drake. I was going to suggest H.T. Drake. 22 fucking shows without dropping a show. He's been on every goddamn show and that man's about as old as we are mm. and he hasn't been injured I would then I don't want to then I think okay I think Rory and Drake for now that's it for me that's it for now right. that's it yeah for I'm happy with that I'm happy with that I don't want any more for now that's because otherwise you're going to it's going to become like the WWE Hall of Fame but you start <laughs> diluting it well, we'll, we'll probably end well, I'll tell you what then I'll tell you what then let's put in Rory Recall this year then let's put Sons of You laid in next year I'm disappointed <laughs> nobody put me in but you know whatever fine you know whatever do you know what <laughs> Vince, Mc, like Vince McMahon Jr. didn't put Jess McMahon, his own granddad, in until like oh, yeah. the fourth or fifth Hall of Fame. So is nepotism he, gets you nowhere. Is Vince McMahon in it? No, no, no. Oh, fair enough. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon, actually, and, and you know what? This is this is this is interesting when you say like, oh, no. <laughs> Vince McMahon will. Um, pe- people have been sacked for writing uh, Hall yeah. of Fame speeches that oh, feature yeah. his name. You're not even allowed to thank Vince McMahon. That guy, uh, RJ something or other, got sacked for that recently. He and he did a video about it. Well, he was a wrestler in Chicago, I think. I can't remember what the fuck is his name. Yeah. Madness. He got sacked for it. If anyone wants to write me a Hall of Fame speech, <laughs> you will get a lovely you'll kiss. get a job. <laughs> <laughs> right, no. So, post-show review, NCL 22, our 22nd show, I Don't Need Your Medicine, first match, no, uh, Martin Kirby defeats Jack Jester. I thought it was great. The fact that you can tell these two have worked with each other loads over mm. the years, and they just, you know, when two people come together and they work and they had the chemistry, it's mm. just like, what were, the only, I bet they didn't even talk about, you know, like, I'm going to buy it. It's just too large. Just, just two, like, two just wrestlers. Know what they were doing. Two very different performers. Jack Jester is fucking Jack Jester. Nobody yeah. else is ever going to be Jack Jester. Martin Kirby is Martin Kirby and no one else is exactly. ever going to be. In 20 years time, when we look back at this like golden age of British wrestling, or even if you look at like the first 20 years of the millennium of gold, of, of, of British wrestling, Martin Kirby and Jack Jester will be in that conversation. It'll be in that thing no where, you, where you're sitting and you're, and you're thinking, remember Martin Kirby? <gasps> hey, he was good. Him, he used to do this. You should the same with, same thing with Jack Jester. What but, I love yeah. is is the fact, and you and you mentioned him about him going in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about Kirby was on. Was it the first show? For sure, yeah. And now he's on this one. The stuff that he has done between oh. those times, right, uh, became a became a, an, an international sensation through yep. uh, what culture, yep. wrestling, and defiant. Defiant. Yeah. It's uh, just come back from Dragon Gate. Yeah. Just stormed it in Japan. Um, World of Sport. Sport he was yeah. part yeah. of that. Like he like he's done so much in the industry. So it's great that he's. It feels like he's gone away and come back, and he's twice the curvy that he was. And besides that, he did before North was even a twinkle in my eye. Um, he was a fucking legend then anyway mm-hmm. you know he'd been yeah. wrestling forever before that and he's one of those guys and Jester as well because I think with Jack Jester him being ICW champion at the time what about 2014 2013 when they did a lot of their BBC stuff you remember when they did the, like, the ICW BBC documentaries yeah, yeah. that came the around the wrestler and stuff like that about Grado mm-hmm. and Jack Jester was involved in that that's when I got back it or really understood that there was a British wrestling scene that was more than just, you know, what's happening down at your local community centre. Yeah, I agree. I was around the same thing And well. Jack, when I remember first seeing Jack Jester, I was like, fucking hell. And him and Drew Galloway together before Drew Galloway went off. Mm-hmm. 
and it all uh, drew mcintyre went and did his stuff again two i was so happy to put this on and when i knew that that uh, we were trying to get Kirby before the last show and he literally landed back in uh, uk from england the day after the last show so to get him on this show it was like as soon as i realized i had both him and jester i was like yeah yeah and why don't we just put it on first and let's just go fucking balls to the wall because yeah. we knew this was going to be a good run absolutely mm-hmm. and it did it was and it yep. was great and uh, and I I think Jack Jester I, I I love Kirby, but I think Jack Jester is a strong fit for North. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he fits the aesthetic yeah. more than I think many people yeah. do. Like the, if we see more of Jack Jester, if we if we see Jack Jester in the title picture at some point, I am super fine. with Definitely, that. I love the start of it with the ref. Where he was where he was checking for the illegal objects. Oh, and he was making God. them touch him on. On the pee-pee. See, I missed that. See, so I'm like I always say I'm, I haven't watched it back yet, so I'm going to be talking from a uh, Booker's point of view in the lead up to it. You guys have seen more of the matches than I have. So, yeah. so what happened? In that so way? basically, you know, when the referee checks your boots. Yeah. Uh, so Jack, Jack, was it Jack? Or was it Martin? He got a touch. Martin got him to touch Jack. Is that right? Martin got him to touch Jack. So he's doing all this, and Martin's going, "You need to check there." And he's going, "Where?" There, and the rest. Of, I'm not touching them. Touch <laughs> so it was a big, big start, and then eventually he touches them on the dick, nice. on the dick, dick, <laughs> uh, on the dicky. Yeah, it was just, it was just funny. I mean, yeah. I'm not just picking that up from the whole match. The whole, the the whole, the, the, the grappling and the wrestling. And it was great. Uh, They're class. I think you got to remember Jack Chester. Remember Jack Chester has been in the cannons fly match the scramble match mm-hmm. he was in it last time he's been quite a big not, not a huge part of all he was the was mystery partner for Rory yeah. he had to go off to title or something that night as well. that, was that the... no he just had to train back to Glasgow right. so he just had to get his train back to Glasgow so he, he left a little bit early but um, yeah he is a yeah he is a good fit and good by fit. the reaction he always gets I think people forget as well with ICW because ICW is very Glasgow and ICW don't tour anymore they're very much still based in Glasgow people forget though how popular those guys are and how yeah. big ICW is it's and still... how they're like we're not that far from Scotland no. in the northeast like it's two and a half hours I was explaining to to, uh, to like a friend of mine like how far up the country the northeast like Newcastle is I said well the next major city is Edinburgh yeah so <laughs> which is I was, Scotland I was talking to um, uh, Pasta Sosa you know off, oh yeah 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 she was yeah. at the show I can't remember what her Justine name. Justine that's it it's talking to Justine and she's obviously involved with Riptide uh, she does like their I think she's like their community engagement person or whatever um, and we were talking about how bloody difficult Newcastle is to get in mm-hmm. or out of to get anywhere else in the country <laughs> it's like it's ridiculous isn't it so actually to get to Glasgow and Edinburgh quite easy yeah. probably the biggest cities that it's easiest to get to from here so mm-hmm. yeah I, I was once again not really surprised but also like pleasantly surprised at what a good reaction Jester gets mm-hmm. second match ETM defeated the anti-fun police both of these we haven't seen in a little while we've seen TK quite a lot but we haven't seen ETM at all we haven't seen Chuck Mambo in a little while since start of the yeah back end of last year. Last when, end, back end of last year against he, Spike he Treve. Yeah, so it's it's, it's nice to keep that uh, that little spirit ticking over. I yeah. think it's like Spike and TK has been like low key one of my favourite yeah. rivalries of of in North in the last year or so. Definitely very low key at that as well. It was nice to see TK get the win. He looked yeah. great as always, and I think he's had it. He seemed to get a bit of a knock after he was close to it with Rory. Uh, Spike won it when he was in the, in the three-way and he won it. He then uh, lost to Screwface. He was injured, then lost to Screwface. So it's nice to see him kind of start to rebound back up. 
and, and, and get the win over Spike's henchman as well. Don't forget that. The coalition. Oh, yeah, no, no, we can't. Spike came out and talked all about it at the very <laughs> beginning. How can we forget? It's nice to get Chuck Mambo because me and him have been trying to get bookings for all year. Nearly every show, and it just hasn't worked out. So, first time I saw Chuck when he walked in, he went, Hey, Andy, we've broke the curse, man. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he from? I don't know. Cornwall, isn't it? <laughs> is he? Yeah, he's got like an American accent. He's got one of those southern, like, slash surfer dudes. Is that what that accent was, was it? <laughs> Be nice. We heard, we heard, we heard, your, okay. Ma- we heard your Matthew impression. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a Geordie Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, right, going in to the intermission. Nope. First half main. Not yet. First half main. Robbie X. Sorry. Yeah, come on, chop. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, I'll read, Carl. Yeah, I'll read. Robbie what? X versus Cara Noir. Now, I did watch a lot of this. because So many returns tonight. And this was another two. And this is, this is a really different match. Like, one thing that I, uh, both me and Matthew thought when we watched this back, was it wasn't a typical Robbie X match, mm-hmm. which I think is good for Robbie X. Mm-hmm. Robbie X has kind of got this history of going, bang, 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 here we go, here we go, flying there, flying there. You yeah. can see there's more character stuff coming through yeah. through Robbie X. And I think Cara Noir brought that out in him, yeah. which I think was really good to see. Like a bit of a ground and pound style mm-hmm. at some points. Uh, Did you see that bit where they were kicking each other in the kidneys? That was horrible. <laughs> wasn't it? Oh, oh, back of the head kick. Kick in, kick in. Back in, kick of the in. head kicks near the end. Four. Oh. Yeah. But can we just get a minute to just say how impressed I was mm. with how silent yeah. the crowd was when Cara Noir came out. I mean, you could it's hear mad, a it? pin drop. Where, the opposite, we're normally like, go on, just fucking scream your bloody lungs out. It was this like really quiet, I think the Pop and the Boys podcast said this, there was like this just really silent respect of, shut the fuck up, yeah. we are going to fucking watch this. It's amazing. Yeah. When he comes out with that mask on as well and it hits the light and especially the Riverside's got such good lighting as well. It's just like, ping. It's like, who wow. the fuck? So like when I brought my wife and like her friends, I think last year, well, it was a year ago to the day that we saw Cara Noir, a couple of her friends came to that show and were like, this is wrestling? Like, <laughs> wrestling can be this? Yeah. Like, what? Wrestling well, Alex can be... was looking forward to it as well. Oh, she? she loves Cara yeah, Noir. Yeah. She mm. went to tap up who he, uh, who, uh, where he gets his glitter from, right. his makeup from. He looks, I mean, as soon as he gets to the show, it's like makeup's going on immediately. Yeah, immediately. yeah. I'm like, oh, it fucking takes fucking ages, that's why. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You've got to get that stuff spot on. Yeah. But yeah, the, the crowd, the, the North, oh God, there are, and I mean this whenever I say it, it's not like some sort of weird hyperbole that I that you do as, a, as an announcer. Like, the North fans are phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Just, there is no, there's no community. Yeah. No, and I don't, I, I even, I even feel a bit sick saying the fans because I no, hate that word I so that. much. Hello, fans. But well, shut up. The our commu- fans. The community fans. that we are yeah. privy to uh, are phenomenal. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I think there was, a, uh, there was another, I saw a tweet and it was like, oh, actually, I was quite surprised by like how quiet they were in certain places. And I was like, uh, may, maybe it sometimes, you know, an all standing crowd, it can take a little while sometimes to go. But I think the thing that you get from our crowd is like you can feel the, the togetherness. Yeah. And you can feel that everybody's just really responsive mm. and everyone's incredibly encouraging. But Let's if that take had us been a while else, to get there. Someone would have shouted out, 
Stupid in your head or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, so, well, someone did nothing. someone did say uh, like um what was it? it said some a bird shat there's birds shat on your face or something like that. And I think Robbie X turned around and went, There's always fucking one. Oh, <laughs> was that what's the magic story? I must have missed that. I think so, yeah. Right. Ah, but I, got I think no, it wasn't done in I don't think that was done in uh, No, no, no. That was very much done in the spirit. Because then I think the same person came up with uh what was it? Something about calling Cara Noir the Queens protected by the Queen. Oh, oh! Uh, what was that one? Oh gosh, the chat here was a car is protected by oh, protected by the queen, protected by the queen. That is it. I like that. I was like, that's going. class. Actually, like. the, actually, the come by our chant got me. Car noir, Lord, car noir. Oh Lord, car noir. Which, which effortlessly went into a Robbie X do do. <laughs> <laughs> Art, it's bloody art. It but is. I got to, I used to backstage when I got to go, obviously to get ready to do the uh, the meet and greet. Yeah. Again, I got to sit in that crowd again in the finish for the last five minutes of that match. Yeah. I got goosebumps of that. Yeah. And people were because on once where I was standing was it was a group of lads who must have been from like the Yorkshire way mm-hmm. and who was in support of Robbie X. Yeah. And the other side of it was the popping the boys that were in, the, yeah. in, in support of like Cara Noir and all that side. And they were like, it was like two rival fans in the football. <laughs> That's know, always my favourite. And I love like, that. And I, and I just, uh, like, yeah, reaction. But even when Robbie X won, that side who was supporting Cara Noir still popped just with appreciation yeah. of the match. You know, it was just perfect. And I got goosebumps. So we've kind of like, we've, we've really uh, pushed the comms forward, commentary forward on, on this one. Yeah. I'm going to try and edit this show as quick as I can before Christmas because I think everyone really needs to see that match. Definitely. I think yeah. as, it, as always, Robbie X in an incredible match. But I think you're right. He's done something like, he's, t- he's talking to us after, he's done something like 260 matches this year. And he's still got like 30 or 40 left. <laughs> Something mad like that. what, like 16? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think he's, I think this year has been Robbie X's year. And I think there's a couple of people saying he's actually definitely the most underrated person on the whole of the British scene. And I, I find, I struggle to find somebody else who is less appreciated. HT Drake. Yeah. I'd yeah. say our boy, our boy Alex. Very true. Very true. Right. Intermission. We had the meet and greet for Rory Coyle. It was a fucking long uh, line for that, the longest line we've had yet. Yeah, yep. that was good. Photos are all on the Facebook now, by the way. If you haven't they seen are. those yet, you can go and see They're on our fan group, which you can search for. I think it's North Wrestling Fans. Um, and they're all on there, and they're all on our Facebook page. Um, Screwface Ahmed. Now, I'm really happy with the way that this worked out. Wow, this was... Uh... Screwface City Fight Club. Is definitely now a thing. <laughs> it is. And I thought, Screwface comes out, Damon Moser comes out, and you got that first initial kind of like, this everyone's is like, be a wicked oh. Yeah. And then it, then you did that lovely bit where I was like, and so their start opponent. To step out of the ring and then come back in the ring and then step out of the ring and then come back in the ring. Yeah. Very nicely done. And then Will Cruz comes out and the crowd go, oh, yes, 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 yes. Nice. I kind of knew he'd be around. Whatever, like, this is going to be a sick three-way. And then that and then was, it was it. the thought. And then... And the final opponent! For me, it was when I went, and, and you heard, like, a gasp. Uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> that got me. It was like, oh! oh. And then it went, uh, ding-a-ding-a-ding, and then everyone just went... <laughs> <laughs> That's very accurate. Very accurate. Yeah, no, that was a... That was just boom, 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 thing, yeah. thing, thing. I love... I, we mentioned this before we started, um... I love being, I, I like being privy to stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, it makes it difficult when there's so many friends in the crowd who I can't. Yeah. Go, oh my God, you're going to love The this. hardest thing uh, is keeping yeah, yeah, secrets. Yeah. Colin Barker. 
<laughs> Ninja genius. Uh, Colin <laughs> is a massive fan of his son, Will Crew. <laughs> and and I knew that Will was going to be involved in this. He's not really his son. <laughs> I saw the little <laughs> conversation you two had then. Oh, I'm thinking, what? That's my son you're talking about. Uh, um, working me, brother. You're working oh, me. And I, I love the bones off of Colin. And he's, he, you know what, he's, the, he's a community leader in North. Mm. Oh, yeah. Massively. Absolutely love We were just guy. talking about Colin just before, weren't we? We were just saying that it's brilliant to have a guy who's loved wrestling for as long as he has. Yeah. As part of our fan group, yeah, yeah part, of our, part of our community, yeah, still loves it, but also is friends with all the people in the crowd as well. I want to tell very quickly before I go into this, a story about Colin. Um, go for it. Actually, what I'll do is I'll say, um, so Colin loves Will Cruz, mm. and I was bursting to tell him, "Will's here, Will's here, Will's here." It's all a bit secret. And then Will came out, and I just looked straight at Colin. <laughs> and he's losing mine. Like that's when you love it. Yeah, you something like that. Um, I um, one it was it was a couple of shows ago. Me and Colin uh, were the last ones standing at the after party. Nice <laughs> rock and or roll. Nice. We came away and there were this this couple was having an argument, and she stormed off, and he was following her. And Colin went, "Oh, I've got a weird feeling about this." So we sort of stepped in the middle and just let it, just let a character let this woman go. Mm. And this guy's like shouting this woman's name back and like me and Colin are saying, Hey, hey, let it, hey, it's all right, let her go. And this guy starts crying. Oh. And I just watch Colin just talk this guy around. He's saying, Look, it's it's another tomorrow's a new day. You've had some drink, I've had some drink, you've had a bit of a drink, tomorrow's what a new a day. Get yourself away. Get yourself away. You know what? I've you know, and he talked a little bit about his life and stuff like that to this guy and like this guy came around and then he in the opposite direction. It was just amazing oh, to watch Colin at work. That's lovely. A- Any time I get to spend time with Colin at a wrestling Absolutely. show, is, is time well spent. I love Colin. Absolutely. Colin, I need some advice, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, that's so, a new podcast. You tried to give me advice that time you were pissed. <laughs> <laughs> at the last show, I kind of uh, fell from grace. So <laughs> you I, uh, you I need your advice. Just come see me next time. Can you put the music? You remember BBC One with these? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best thing is Colin will, will send me little um, like inspirational quotes of like, like and I, I can yeah, and he sends them around. You can see he sends them. He's like, you know, like, they're just lovely. And like, yeah, big shout out to Colin Barker. Yeah, I think like, he's a wonderful man. So yeah, so Screwface won. Screwface really has been on a tear, like. This, this year and my favourite thing about the Screwface thing is if you went back a year people were he was getting a little bit of go away heat from certain people there were certain people who weren't massive fans of the concept of, of, of Screwface you know what I mean I think I think I think because it wasn't initially it wasn't very clear yeah I, yeah you know I it's kind of like okay so and, and, and you know what me and Matthew do come, so we'll probably, you know, we, we try and fill in the gaps where we can. So if we've caused confusion, we'll put our hands up with it as well. Um, the whole thing of like, oh, with Screwface used to come out with a lockbox. And it was yeah. kind of like this, this sort of mare of this wasteland, yeah. dystopian future type thing. Which and at the time, be- I wanted to push that further. I like that stuff. I wanted it to go full on. I wanted it to be the monster of North. I wanted him to be the cane, the the, the attitude yeah. era, mysterious like monster of, of North. I don't think that was what his character is. No, uh, and I think he's incredibly capable. Well, okay, that sounds like it, that sounds isn't hyperbolic enough. Like he mm. is, a, he's he's a phenom That's in his wonderful. own right. He can do. He can. He has more to offer a company yeah, than yeah. being 
like I'm going to come out and just beat some guys up. Yeah, he has more to offer, and we see that now more and more than ever. So I'm glad that we're seeing. He put that a video. Evolution. Yeah, absolutely. He put a video out of um, him, him versus TK Cooper, and it was like the highlights. And he does this like, and I'm going to do it, but I can't really explain it in words. Where he does like an behind the head, over the shoulder, back elbow on TK as he tries to headbutt him. And he retweeted that, and there was, I think it was Eddie Dennis and a couple of other wrestlers were like, that fucking elbow, <laughs> what? Like, he's starting to get, and everyone has known that he's a phenomenal wrestler, but he's starting to get Traction. that credit now as well. Yeah. And I, th- I remember um, him versus TK. There was guys, and this is like, uh, it's great when I, see, when I see this happening, when there's guys from London or there's guys from Birmingham who are coming to stand behind the merch table because they're like, I want to watch this match because this match is going to oh, bang. That's always great. Because they, TK, A, TK's great, and TK always gets plaudits from the people that he's wrestled. And B, everyone's like, I really like Screwface and they're going to make this match is going to be really really good so to see him in kind of what I thought I mean Amir Jordan's probably not the exact style of Moser and and Screwface but Amir Jordan's Amir Jordan and it's absolutely great to have him back really good everyone was over the moon to have him back I think he was a little bit hyped (laughs) (laughs) just saying everyone was actually yeah I did we don't want to we don't want to sell Damon Moser short Damon Raphael Moser just a beast just a beast I tell you the one thing about Moser as well he gets in the car he's been uh, he was at the last North show Mm. and wasn't used because I didn't know he was coming but he got in the car from London a 12 hour round trip to just be there and he's done that twice, and then he's been on the show twice. And for me, I'm like, fucking hell. It doesn't go unnoticed, does it? Not at all. Not at all, no. Not at all. And well, he you hasn't make been... the effort, and you, yeah. you go, with whatever you do. I love, I love seeing you that. you make the effort. There's a couple of wrestlers at the show uh, last year who hopefully we'll be able to find spots for because they came they came over and had a chat. They were really, really lovely. They weren't, um, they weren't looking for anything, but they were like, got in a car, I've come from Hull, or I've come from Birmingham. Uh, you know, do you want to say hello? Do you want to put my face about? Is it okay if I send you a message with my matches in? And I was like, yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna watch their matches now. This stuff is important. Yeah, this stuff is important. If you can get to a show, only and- the ones that make uh, like who who are hungry like that. Yeah. Not anybody. So don't anyone <laughs> shit. Just- no, but this is the problem. Is that you get and and I wish I could watch everyone see yeah, I wish tame, I could. I can't. I can't do that. Like, I, and also I don't have enough spots on a card. Like, we've got yeah. six shows next year. Seven show, uh, seven uh, matches a show. So when someone comes and makes the effort, I'm going to go. You know what? I'll make the effort as well. 100. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the opposite side of that is when I've had people who said like, "Oh, I want to do stuff with North. Um, I want to." Um, there's one chap actually. I'll tell you about when we stop recording. Yeah. Um, and they'd be like, "Oh, I want to. Um, I want to do stuff with North." I said, "Okay. Well, have you got like a video or anything I can show to Bowers?" And they go, "Oh no, I'll get one." Okay, cool. And then like weeks will go by, and they'll go, <laughs> "I'm still working on it." I said, "It makes no difference to me yeah. whether you like." I know that sounds like heel time again. Returning. No, no. It's, it makes no difference to me whether you send it me or not. Don't apologize to me because this is just wasting for you. Isn't yeah. It? This, like, is, this is your traction that we're that come we're with. An, I, I think if I was to give advice to any young wrestler at this moment in time and. Unfortunately, with North, we don't have enough spots. No. I'd love to be able to run three times the shows that we've got, so I could use everyone I, that, I, that I'd like to use if money was no object, and I could do something with more uh, younger guys as well, mm-hmm. and, and, and girls and people that we haven't used as much. Doesn't get as much uh, exposure. Doesn't work like that, unfortunately, when we, we haven't got the uh, the space for it. But my my piece of advice would be: get in cars, go meet promoters, have a a CV, maybe have a CV put together. Try not to just blanket it out there because every promoter in this country will get 
hundreds and hundreds of CVs. And what's the worst that you can't even watch any wrestling on top of that as well? Yeah, you know what I mean, I can't, I can't watch through all of the matches anyway. Yeah. Come to the matches, learn, meet the people out of there, see what the crowds like, see what the see what the feels like, the yeah. vibes like for the show. It might not be for you and your character, so then you can work out whether where a place for you. Yeah. Trainees or guys or other wrestlers who get in other, in other wrestlers' cars and come to the shows, guess what? You don't have to pay for a ticket. You'll get in. Like, it's fine. It's a free night for you to come and watch the wrestling. It's fine. Don't have fucking loads of people doing it, but if you're helping out, that's totally cool. Went for a clown car to pull up out. <laughs> 48 people going for free tonight. <laughs> but if there's a space in the car and it's not being used, fair enough. And you know, we have nights like this and nights that we've had in the past where yeah. it's lastminute.com, things have had to change. Yeah, go right, it around. Yeah, it does. Oh, it always happens. Come on down. Go to a promotion with an idea of who you are and what and where you fit into that promotion. Who is it that turned up? Um, Jörn Simmons. Jörn Simmons, for That's Christ's right. sake. Jörn yeah. Simmons, who turned up. He was just coming along just to watch. Then something the, the whole thing with TK Cooper fell through last yeah. minute. Just so oh, happened to have his gear. I happened to be in the car with my gear. Well, off we go then. And yeah. Eric got... Bischoff, mm. right? Eric Bischoff's first on-screen role was because the guy who was presenting a whole, a whole boatload of promos for AWA... Got a DUI the night before. That's right. <laughs> and couldn't make it into work. Mm-hmm. Eric Bishop happened to be there with a nice suit, a nice sports jacket, and they went, can you do some, just stand there with a microphone? Yeah, I can. Yeah. He was chomping at the bit to get on, and look what Bishop became. There you go. He got sitting catering on SmackDown. You've got to take the opportunities, <laughs> but you've got to have an idea. <laughs> I just landed with me there. You get, you've got to have an idea of what you are and how you fit on that card. Because me as a promoter, I am thinking about people who fit in front of the crowd that we've got and fit into the ideas that we're doing. Make sure you've got an idea. But here's the killer. Don't send me a message on show day saying, here's my CV. Yeah. Can I get on a show in the future? you've got no chance of watching. On show day? Not on show day. Like the, we get about four or five. Obviously, because stuff's happening on Twitter, they'll tell me, don't do it. Wait. Just wait two days. Wait two days, but come with an idea. That's my point. Also, if you meet somebody... Do sound quite heelish when I say that. I don't mean to be You know the best time to probably send you a thingy? Christmas Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My my kids' birthdays. Send it on Christmas Day. (laughs) Say hello on show day. Send something about three days later and say, we spoke at the show. There's your your opening It sounds really shit for me and it sounds like I'm preaching, but I'm genuinely, from a promoter's point of view... This is my thought process with it. This is some obvious stuff that people don't talk yeah. about for whatever reason when they want to protect their spot. I know. People don't talk about it, but this and it, is how a, you get on. And it's not a criticism of anyone who's doing it at the minute. I want to I want to stress that because a lot of people are told to do this and a lot of people do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just an error, I think, in, in the approach. And, and I think because people worry a little bit because they might not be getting as many bookings or just want to get as many bookings as they can. So they just blanket it out. Unfortunately, if you do that... You can tell it sounds a generic message at the same yeah. moment. You don't, yeah. It's watered down and it's diluted. Like, honestly, take the time when you start out. Right, look at Spike Trevay and Amir Jordan. What do they do? They're two quality promos. Like, not the best quality they've ever done, but there were two promos that they did Amir Jordan sent me promos. He came to a show with Liam Slater, third show we ever did. did came up to us, helped help with the ring, watched the show, went, I've got this idea. It's actually, I'm going to do a promo uh, around four lions. Like, it's going to be something like that. Have you ever seen that? I was like, yeah, I fucking love that. Right, cool, let's do it. And he went, here, I'll send you it. Recorded a promo and about North Wrestling without being booked and went, what do you reckon of that? What do you reckon of his character? Do you think his character will work? And I was like, fucking hell. Yeah, you're on the next show. And he was on the next show. Like, And now look at him. Yeah. Spike Trevay, he did a promo and then just put it on Twitter and it 
caught traction. I got in touch with him. I was like, this promo is fucking brilliant. Can you do one for us? He's like, yep, no problem. I was like, and now look, he's a champion. Rory Coyle, same thing. Had videos online. He was just doing off his own back that I managed to catch wind of. I thought they'd been wrestling for ages. Him and Baz Band's first wrestling match was the fucking Shikara show that I put them on. Wow. So I didn't know that at the time either. That's I was, crazy. But I love videos. If you, if you make a video, it sets you up. Yeah. For coming in, it is. You know what I mean. I mean, um, entrances and promos and theme songs. That's all you another need. way to get you <laughs> is if you come to the show and then send you sort of like a review of the show as well. If you yeah. say, "Listen, I've seen the show. I thought this was good, good, good." And this is instead of, and at the end of it, just thought, you know. I'm thinking about, I think so. Yeah, I think I think, I, think I could fit in here. If you just think about you know where I mean? you... I'm just thinking of something. Send you a message. Hi, Andrew. The last show was bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a spaceman gimmick. Any chance? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if somebody said that, if somebody said that, I know, like, I, know. I, I would have so much respect for someone if they said that. I'd be like, Fucking hell! Guess what you're getting now? <laughs> no, yeah. Right. Anyway, let's carry on with this. So after that, Screwface won. I thought that was a great match. Really quick though. I thought it was fast. I don't yeah. understand. Was there a bit of a malfunction at the junction? Uh, they just were all really hyped for it. Or they were just like, whoa, let's just smash the Yeah, things. I think so. I think, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, um, fair enough. Strong match, though. Oh, Strong still match. good, yeah. Yeah. HG Drake defeated GF fucking Adams. This felt like a special match. Yeah. <laughs> I really anyway. wanted GF to win that match so badly, Luke. <laughs> yeah. G has just become a force of nature in North. Yeah. And I'm really, really excited to see it. Yeah, and I, I think... I'm very excited about watching Gio Adams perform because I think that she's like genuinely one of those... Well, it's it's a new breed of wrestling star. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I... Somebody, like... I was chatting with somebody afterwards and they talked about intergender wrestling and I said, we don't do intergender wrestling, no, we just, just do, do wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. And G is... G is a, and it, but what annoys me is that I, very, I find that I spin this same rhetoric every time I talk about it mm. and I want to get to a point... I want the industry to get to a point where I don't need to. Yeah. And G, regardless, Gia Adams, Breakout Star of the Year, 100% deservingly Breakout yeah. Possibly Star Possibly Wrestler of the Year next year. Yeah. But yeah. And I, her T-shirt has now been seen at Full Sail University. Yeah. There you bloody go. I was wearing it and everything. You're very well. But I think, I think that is that thing with, with, with Gia. It's like we've said everything that we can about Gia, I think. And HT Drake, to be honest. Yeah. And I think now it's just, it's, it's, up, it's up to her to keep doing what she's doing. Um, and if she wants it as much as I think she wants it and as well as she wants it as much as she's shown this year she carries on next year can you imagine what we'll be talking about in this time next year where yeah, she'll yeah. be yeah, yeah. so yeah well done and she's got age on her side as well which mm. means she's still got years to come oh yet. god yeah she's only a year better yeah, that's yeah, terrifying yeah, yeah. She, well, as HT Drake said in, uh, in his kind of presentation speech to her when she won Breakout Star of the Year, she was born the same year as HT Drake had his first match. I mean, I believe, he was 15, like. I can't believe Howard's 47. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me. What do, you, what do you mean you can't believe? I can. <laughs> Main event time. So the new signation, which was Rory Coyle, Alexander Henry and Primate versus Hard Brexit, which was Benji, Shreddyback and Zeonox. Both had a surprise partner. What did we first think of Nathan Cruz's return to North? He as looks, partner of Hard Brexit. Looks a unit, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's gone away and got himself all fit and buffed and stuff. Mm. It's good to see Nathan Cruz back. I don't, I don't know whether Nathan Cruz ever felt truly like a North guy, mm. but he feels like a Brit rest guy, yeah, like a British wrestling guy, yeah. like a, a, a cornerstone of it. I think that he will forever be that. It's always good to see him. He's like almost he in the same life. school as Martin Kirby, although Martin Kirby's older and has yeah. been around for longer, I think. But he's in that same school of like, oh, British wrestling before British wrestling got cool. Nathan Cruz was there. 
You know mm. what I mean? Like Rampage Brown was there. Martin Kirby was there. So yeah, I thought it was good. To it was see a him. good fit for Hard Brexit. I think that was a, a, yeah. a good shout from them to bring him in. Yeah, I thought. So. I think. Did he bring up the fact that he's got no more contenders for you? He didn't. I don't think he did. But I think that was um, a lot of the talk in the backstage area. Well, him and Amir are in the same backstage. It's the first time that they've, I think, been in the same air, backstage area since their match. match. Of the year. And I w- I've been very much trying to sign that one up as a part two. I'd love Ooh. to see Amir, especially now, especially with both of them progressing their careers so far to this point. Do you think, I, I don't know whether you'd have to add a little a little juice to it, I think, because I think the big thing with the Amir Jordan match was they were both phenomenal wrestlers, mm. but it was the jeopardy. Yeah, that came with it. If you can add a bit of jeopardy to their match, then we're talking. Well, I'm not sure who wants it. That's a problem. Mm. So it's up to me to try and solve that puzzle and yeah. see if I can get them both in the ring. Mia Jordan's got his win. That's all he's bothered about. Exactly. I don't think he was too happy with the way Nathan Cruz went about it last time. So whether it can get them both in the same ring, I'm not sure. But I'd love to. Yeah. How about the big surprise return of the night? The lovely. <laughs> Liam fucking Slater. Liam Slater. What a, and what a way to turn up on the balcony. Great. That was great. He's like, if anyone ever asked me who's my favourite ever wrestler, just... I'd be like, Liam Slater. I don't know why. Just Liam Slater. When did you realise it was Liam Slater? When he left. <laughs> he broke my heart. Like He's the nicest guy. Um, and just fucking brilliant at what he does. And you've got a secret love of Venga Boys? No? No. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like he were, he looked like he hadn't missed a step. This is the first match he's back had mm-hmm. in wrestling since he left wrestling. Yeah, for about what about a year or so. So how did the conversation come about? Uh, well, I didn't really know about it. So he was he was being it was being brokered through. I, I think a, Rory I think, Coyle. You know when he did the and it was the anniversary special and mm. he sent a message through. Was the talks then started? I well, that was my whole idea. Was I've always been I always send him a message because he, he's a personal trainer now. A very successful one by the looks of it, and he's quite heavily on Instagram and Facebook. And did he test the? So it always it? pops up, so I always send him a message. Yeah, probably. I'm like, eh, you fancy coming along to maybe watch a show, or maybe uh, he's got a great brain and a great mind for wrestling. So I've always said, if you want to ever come back and work backstage, because he's such a good guy, mm-hmm. um, he gets on with everybody. Such a lovely man. I was like, just come back and work in the in the backstage with me, or help me out on certain things. Always asking, always asking, always asking. I remember asking you, saying, what's the crap with him? And you were saying, we're probably going to get one match a year out of him. That's all you really interested in. I, th- I honestly didn't think we would get anything. Um, yeah. Now, whether what's we get him back. Now? Mm, well, well, definitely been bitten by I was applying to turn up outside his house, a la Love Action. <laughs> <laughs> with a signs. Say it's carol singers. Uh, a la Boris Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it was absolutely fucking wonderful to see him back. Two big spots in this match. Mm-hmm. Which one should we talk about first? Um, how bum, about bum, the... Up? Let's do the bum. <laughs> let's do the bum. <laughs> now, I was standing behind merch watching most of this. Actually, I was watching most of this with like... I wasn't watching most of this. I was keeping away for this, knowing what was going to happen in this match. I was like, it's too scary. Even Liam getting up when he was on the balcony like that. I was like, if that was me, I'd be like... <laughs> my legs would be wobbling. And, sick, oh, I just didn't like the idea of it. Um... I was standing at the back behind Merch when it happened and as you have to walk back there to get to the locker room and Benji was rabbiting away. And you, when you smell burning arse hair, you know it's burning arse hair. Now, I didn't know what burning arse hair smelt like 
until I smelt it, and I was like, that, it, that can only be burning arse hair. It, so we've had chloroform and burning arse hair. And both times with the chloroform and the burning arse hair, I always used to think it was a gimmick when they used to say on, t- on the commentary, hey, hey I can smell can that. Smell it. He come back and it was sizzling. It was hilarious when he stuck his ass into the bucket, though. (laughs) That was (laughs) bucket of ice. Uh, I found it hilarious. No, that was that was a a brave old spot by Benji, willing to let his bum be burned for the good of the wrestling industry. I'm not Um, sure how willing he was, but yeah, regardless of how willing he was, but even so, it was. uh, uh, I liked how it got shared around, and I'm pretty sure Jim Cornette got tagged in it a couple of times because Jim Cornette loves it when wrestling is silly. There was a oh, lo- he flipping loves it. My favourite response to uh, someone who had said well, this isn't wrestling, and Rory Coyle replied with I think a picture of uh, it was a gif of. I'm sorry, Rory, if I've got this wrong. I think it's mankind, and it's in like fucking old school wrestling. Somebody Katniss got fired. Somebody getting five old, but from like the eighties. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. find it. And then you I know Benji sent one of Jim Cornette unleashing a fireball. But that was it. That was it. Rory Cole, yeah. Jim. Cornette. Oh, yeah, it would have been Jim Cornette. And then and somebody like, commented by saying, "Oh, but that was in context." And oh, shut up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, guess what? The the three second video that you watched that wasn't in context either. <laughs> so before you comment on that's not wrestling. Neither was that then. I will think you will know Benji's bum hole has been an integral part of the storyline of North for the last couple of months. Hold on, a fucking that manager. show, Cornet. <laughs> you can't say shit though. The manager to come with a fucking tennis racket. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking suck it, Cornet. Corn- no, Cornet hasn't said anything, That's to be fair. Yeah, Cornet hasn't. Here Corn- he is. Jim Cornet snitches like, love tagging Cornet. Look at this, Jim. And hey, Jim, look at these people killing the industry, Jim. What would he Acknowledge say? me, Jim. What, yeah, exactly. And what would he. That sounds like. Who was that? Most Jim Cornette fans. That's good. And um, <laughs> second wildest spot, I think, which also would have um, had a lot of people kind of slagging it off because I don't know how much danger one person wants to put themselves into, oh, was that leap off the balcony. Now, I've got a little story about this. Mm. Now, when he come back the other month... So this is Alexander Henry. This is Alexander Henry. When he come back the other month, he's sitting around the ring, was talking about reminiscing the old days, Yeah. and he, he looked up at the thing, he says... I'm going to jump off that. Yeah. Went, He's already done it as well, I by went, the no, way. you're not. He's, I'm going to fucking moonsault off that. And, well. And, and I was like, mate, you couldn't moonsault off that because you break your fucking I'm going to add to that. So he went, um, well, I seen it. He came back and I was like, it's really good to have Alex back. And um, he went, well, I'll, I'll jump off that again. I was like, well, AC Drake also jumped off that. And he went, well, I'll do better. I'll moonsault off it. I was like, no, please don't <laughs> do that. No. Yeah. <laughs> When he come backstage and he disappeared down the side, I'm thinking, yeah. where the fuck is he going? And then I'm thinking, oh, the moonsault. The moon As we salt, talked about oh. the position of the ring last time, he said he got up there and he went, oh, shit, the ring seems further away than it did last time. So if you watch the way that he jumps off that, rather than kind of doing, like, either doing, like, a it's side, not, like, a side, um, what the fuck do you call them? A cross body. A cross body. Thank you. That's why I'm not a commentator. <laughs> um, or kind of, like, just, like, falling off it. He fucking jumps. Oh. <laughs> he, he, about, he goes about half a metre to a metre higher than the balcony. And then this like 19 stone man comes hurtling down. Nobody's catching that. <laughs> he literally, <laughs> you, like, even if you tried, you would hurt yourself. He literally just goes flying through. Had the he room. been another half foot out, <laughs> he would have clipped himself off the ropes. You mean, like, you mean like Jesse and James off uh, Pokemon? He wouldn't have gone down. Oh, he would have gone up again. through the roof. <laughs> and it would have been a little tink- twinkle in the sky. That's a great scene, Rocket. Blows it up again. <laughs> That's it. If you got any callback. Yeah. Can I come back? No. No. And that was, no, that was it. I watched, watched that dive from backstage and it was like, oh, you know, 
It's not enough to jump off the balcony. Let's jump even higher. Let's jump through the roof and Let's back down through the roof. Through the roof, my day. Now on top of that as well, I was I trying to get messages back. As well. I was trying to find out if he was all right, mm. and I was going, Stuart, are you going to go chat on him? I'll go in a minute. I'll go in a minute. So in the end, I went out the side, went down by the ring, and I'm, mm. if, you may not see it on the camera. I'm, I'm actually shouting at him, and he's looking at us, and he's fucking working us. He's looking at me, going, you know, and I couldn't work out if he was fucked or if he was what. But I was worried to death, yeah. thinking something had happened. It was terrifying because because I didn't see him for ages. Like he just he yeah, yeah, yeah. hit the ring, then fell out the ring, and then he was gone. And then the, then you get you always get the rumors coming backstage. Uh, he's knocked out. He's out. He's, he's out. out. Yeah. He's knocked out. And that's when you get the that's the worst feeling ever because you don't know what's going on. You can't, you don't want anyone to get nah, injured on your shows, nah, like nah. especially when they're friends of yours and you know them as well. So I couldn't watch any of that. I've only seen it on videos because it was fucking. Terrible. But I love the way that it went down. It was a three on one, and Alex was the last. Or was it was two, two on, on one. one. It came down to Shreddy, Shreddy, and, Shreddy. and Cruz, and then he still, after all that, was able to win the match. I would say what, what's good is that Shreddy was end of the year in the last moment of. 2019 he was also in the last moment of 2018 when he clocked big lunix and with a light tube and everyone went home very unhappy about that one so this year everyone went home really happy i think shreddy looks like he deserves to be in that spot i think he's done really well this year i think he's yeah. you know aside from him being a knobhead like I, I actually think fair enough in ring he's done some he's done some really really good stuff. i would say this has been his best year ever yeah and he's been injured for a long time with that as well so that's saying something so yeah 2020. he had some time away i think that in terms of in ring quality his best year ever. Yeah. Which so, is when it comes to, so when it comes to videos and all the on demand, will he be streaming? Hey. Uh, yeah. He'll be on his OnlyFans. <laughs> Less said about that, the better. What's great is low hanging fruit for a commentator because you just go, oh, why is, why is someone called, why, is, why is Shreddy got OnlyFans? He hasn't got any, is he? It's <laughs> oh, a little sneak preview of the comms there. Right. So, okay, that was it. Went home on a, home on a happy ending for the first time in a long time. That sounded dodgy. That is on Freddy's only fans. We went home happy. The fans went home happy. It was a happy ending for 2018. Yeah, it was great. I think it was nice. 2019, isn't it? Yeah, It is 2019. Last time I checked. Okay, so that was it. So we're going to have a couple of questions. I'm going to look on the Twitter. As if you've seen our tweet, I totally forgot to ask people. I normally ask people a couple of days in advance. So I asked people about 20 minutes in advance. We've got a few. We've got one from, oh, at Tom Campbell. Who would you book if you had a billion pounds? Also, can you book Cena and a Wembley show? Yes. <laughs> Who would you book if you had a billion pounds? And can you book a Cena and a Wembley show? Simon please? Nine replied to you and said, I'd book Tom Camel and Keith Lee. That's the right answer every <laughs> single time. Every single time. Brandon says, favourite North match you've seen this year? But I think anything that was in those. I'd honestly... I love Lucky Kid, no JMO. Yes. Yeah, very much so. That's very solid, much so. Solid, but nothing's beaten Robbie X after in current war now. That really blew your mind. mind. Oh, man. I'm not going to... Somebody's asked me, uh, when's myself and Jamie... Uh, myself and Jamie want to know when's Pat coming home. You're going to pay for him? Yeah, yeah please. Let's see how much money we go. We all get for Christmas, and then give me a ring. <laughs> yeah. um, same guy, I mean, Suleiman asks what you thought on Robbie X and Cara Noir. We've seen that already, yeah. and that we've been asked when is Cara Noir coming back? Uh, I would. We were also get asked if Gene Money's coming back. I would say if you have enjoyed them and they have been very much part of the North um, aesthetic and they fit into the North world, the likelihood if I can make it work and we can get dates lined up the likelihood of these people coming back 
is very strong. Be patient, guys. Be patient mm-hmm. is all I'm going to say. Um, North NCL in 2020 should be streamed live on Twitch. Oh. That's not a question, Ooh. though. Mm. <laughs> Isn't Twitch for the gaming, though? I thought no, Twitch- no, 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 because Impact Wrestling uh, streams on Twitch. All oh, right. Loads I don't know. Of people, loads if anybody of knows how to stream on Twitch and it doesn't cost loads of money, give me a shout. It doesn't cost anything. Speaking of gaming, well, you have to get this. That, has anyone ever used the PlayStation Virtual Reality for the wrestling WWE? No, that is insane. So you insane, go, insane. <laughs> oh yeah, because you can now watch Survivor Series. It, it is unbelievable. Oh, you can watch it or you, you play can, the game. No, no, you're, you're in you're in the arena and the cameras keep changing. And if, oh if, if a wrestler God. gets thrown towards the camera, it, you're fucking flinching. It is unbelievable. You, you got that? I've got it on the PlayStation. I'm going to come around. And... I think uh, if, if if I was Vince McMahon and he knew what that was, I would be putting that on live. Yeah. Could you imagine sitting watching virtual reality fucking... And your, your there's this thing, there's a thing like it's going to happen in all like theatre and events basically where they're going to get this camera in a seat yeah. and you can buy a ticket to that camera and you watch things live in VR. Oh, so and did I tell you as well? Summer. It's free. That's fucking ridiculous. It's free to watch us. Wow. You just need, obviously, to go buy out the... the you just need to buy the five and a pound. pound. <laughs> buy all the VR but, stuff. Can I not just, like, get a bit of card and put, like, some red in that one and some green in that? Oh, that's 3D, in it? Quickly... <laughs> <laughs> that's 3D on the VR. <laughs> Damn it. So Damn obviously it. they've got Survivor Series, but there's been that's like showing our age there. Yeah. <laughs> there's been WrestleMania. It goes back to the first War Games with mm. uh, Pete Dunnett. Bloody hell! I think the first War Games was like Ric Flair in it. <laughs> <laughs> and the first War and Games. The camera's in the middle of the fucking thing, and oh, wow. it's, 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 it's unreal because you're turning your head wherever you want to watch. You can look behind you, in front. That's of, it's, class. It's, it's, honestly, you've got to try it. Can we do North in VR? There's a question. No. <laughs> you barely doing North in HD. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the last one from Twitter is at the Mundo24 says, What can we do to stop the trend of promotions closing? All I can say is make sure that you buy tickets, you buy on demand. Look, all you can do as a, um, as a fan is the very least is support your local indie wrestling. Indie wrestling. Yeah. If there's a show that you love, and you want to support, buy tickets, buy merch, buy the on-demand. If you're struggling for money and you can't do that, which I know some people can't just go and shell out all their cash on stuff, trend uh, get get people retweeting stuff. Just tell your friends about it. Um, if you've got any sort of skills, such as GIF creating, or you know, you're know you an artist or something, or you know, whatever it is. As simple as making a playlist on Spotify. Yeah. Literally, whatever you can do, that doesn't take too much of your time. I'm not going to ask no. somebody to take up too much of their time and, you know, for not, not getting, uh, to not pay them for that, for, for like creating gifts. I'm not going to say spend 10 hours of your day doing it. Mm. Unless you are really good at it and come and you might be able to get a job at doing go. that. But create content, create a buzz yourself, get people talking about the promotions that you love, tell people how much, support them, understand them. Um, yeah, it's been a tough old year for indie wrestling. I said this at the show, and like, it's never good. It's never good to see promotions going under. A lot of the time, the promotions, like, it's not the same. From my understanding of speaking to individual mm. cases, it's not the same reasons all the time. No, it's, it's not. just that it just happens to be that there's been a couple in uh, in, in in quick succession. I think you've got to remember multiple reasons. Yeah, you got to remember. I do this for the fucking sheer love of it. 
I run this independent promotion for the sheer fucking love it. We talked about it in the car up here. It's like when people tell you, you know, that they, that it, they really enjoy it or it's a social occasion with their friends. Like it's like Jesus Christ, it really takes you aback. But you've pushed through that to become that, and also yeah. you're very aware that because um, it's because I know a lot of companies that start because they go, I want to run a wrestling promotion, yep. and a lot of companies fail because that is their only reason for doing reason it for doing yeah, it. yeah a lot of them go i just want to i want a main event wrestling show yeah can't get on a wrestling show i'll run one yeah I'll run, and then and then they get surprised why that one fails yeah and um i think for me when i started this it was like i want this wrestling show in newcastle because a i'm really proud of newcastle and i think newcastle deserves something like this but b i wanted this type of wrestling show for me and my friends so it's a shame that i have to fucking miss half of it but yeah. if it means that everyone else can really enjoy it then i'm mm-hmm. all's the more you know all, all, all's the better like you know what I love seeing on social media is when they turn around and say for them three hours I get to switch off all yeah. the shit that's yeah. going on in my life so do we though as well I think the that's anxieties, the thing anxieties yeah. the mental illness like, just yeah. to switch that off for three hours just to come to our shows and just be like so do we I think, well. I think everyone who but I think even the people performing on the show yeah. people working on the show people watching the show like Everyone's got a part to play in independent wrestling, independent wrestling promotions. We're not making shitloads of money. Like, it's, it's not what we're in it for. So if you, as a fan, can can support us in that in whatever way you can, yeah. that's how you will prevent... Like like, like you said, touching on the reasons why people might stop. I nearly stopped this year because it was getting too much for me. It was a lot of pressure and it was too much work. Why are you telling me that? Yeah, just too much work. Like, I'm a, I've got a family, I've got kids, I've got a fucking dog, I've got a business, another business that I run outside of North Wrestling and North Wrestling is also a business. Yeah, purchasing something at the minute. I'm buying a fucking house. Yeah, like, which is not, moving house. Got married, like. got married this year as yeah. well. So it's been one of the most stressful years of my life. So but also one of the of most enjoyable, now. though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. coming out of it now, you can look back and think, what a fucking year. So then. what's the reasons that have kept me doing it? I was going to say, what kept you yeah. from, from saying goodbye? Uh, the amount that I'd have to pay out to season ticket holders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, but you have an out now, surely, because... Yeah, but I think just some of the moments that we've had over this year, and certainly that last show, was just like, that's why you're working hard. Don't give up on it. I used to be someone who used to flake on ideas all the time and I'd start something and then a little bump in the road would come and I'd be like, right, fuck that. I'm not doing it. I'm not built for this. This is the one thing in my life, really, apart from maybe being in a band when I was younger, where it was like, I'm just going to forge ahead, keep doing it. Uh, I I have faith in a better time. Like, a better time will come, even when it's shit and we've had a bad show or I'm not in the right place for it. I'm like, don't worry about it. There's a reason I've got into this. I have faith in the people that I've been surrounded with, which is a fantastic crew of people. Mm. Um, and I was, I've, you know, I've been proven right in that. And I just don't think I'd be able to stop it now. Like, there's too many people that mm. I would then not see and spend time with by not doing it. There's so many people that I love working with. They're so creative. Like It's weird though, isn't it? I mean, we've all been like that. I mean, you left heart and we're trying to find something to do. This it? has been like a, a tough year for me. Yeah. Know? Because the, the, like my dream job ended. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, and I knew about, I knew about, I knew it was coming and I've known it's been coming for like a, like a good six months yeah. beforehand. But, North kind of became, I think I put this on Twitter, kind of North became my lighthouse. Yeah. Because it became that one thing that I always consistently did. Yeah. And and I was always a part of. And then and then start of the year, through all this uncertainty, you brought me into ring announcement. Yeah. Time. So that's yeah. been what I've done ever since. The best thing about that was because we became pals. Yeah. And I was did. like, uh, I was like, just, 
you know, I know, I, Tom, I, we, like I said, you emceed my wedding. Like, Chop was there in the evening for my wedding as well. We're all pals. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I think that's the best thing about it is like, and with the wrestlers that we use on a regular basis, they become my pals. Like, yeah. I have pals before wrestling working on my I show. mean, I'm the same as you. I mean, when I, I was DJing for 10 years and that was my love. Yeah. Mm. Going out every weekend and being a resident DJ and going, people knowing everything. So when that just suddenly stopped, I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what You've got to do. a void to fill. And I have a void to fill on Saturday night. And I'm very creative, which means I like to be doing something when promoting something. Yeah, yeah. Showing people what's going on in my life at the yeah. minute. And like, I had nothing for about six months. Well, I was like that with my band. I split, yeah. I split my band up who were not locally relatively successful. I'd done some bits and pieces there. I'd put, I put my career off for, having, for doing that. Like, for, I'd put my education off just to do that. And then that kind of fell through. And it's that same thing for it about three absolute, years. It was absolutely yeah, fell yeah. through. And then it was like... I thought I was it was just starting off, wasn't it? And I thought, oh, well, this could be something. And that fell through. And then when literally within three, four, five months or something, you yeah. asked me to come along and it was like, aha. But you, know what's, but yeah. you know what's special about North compared to a lot of other places? And, I, and I've said this to, I said this to Sky Sports, actually. Fantastic. A few other people. <laughs> in the sense that, like, I, you 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 brought me in to be there like a full time part of the team at the start of the year properly yeah and and I love it and it's a it's a big part of my calendar every yeah. month when we when we're on and I said and when the time comes because I and yeah the one the one lesson I've learned this year is longevity yeah and the time will come where you or assorted partners will find somebody younger and firmer to yeah. do the gig yeah. that's the that's the nature of the business when that happens I will still buy a ticket and I will still come to look. yeah but there's somebody who's younger and more into it than I am to do it and I'll take a step back from what I'm doing exactly. I can't be doing this for yeah, forever and ever and ever yeah young cunt to try to flying down I fucked them twat I'll be doing anything I'm after you man fuck them <laughs> we got very serious then, and then just yeah. like let's fuck <laughs> right we'll whip through a couple of questions on Facebook we'll see if there's anything worthy on there because oh, we're talking about who would we book I think we've talked about that a little bit Simon Humphreys, uh, who would you rather be kicked in the face by? A Roxy-sized screw face or a screw face-sized Roxy? None of them, because it'll be all yeah. fucking hurt. Either one would hurt, yeah. I think. Uh, Roxy-sized screw face or a screw face-sized Roxy? Neither, that would fucking hurt. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I think it's pretty... <laughs> screw face-sized Roxy only by height, but it would still hurt it's like buggery. Fucking hurt. So... Um, all right, what's the biggest thing you've learned this year in terms of running north? Oh, there you go. That's from Carl Gack. He's our Actually, photographer. That's a good shout because you said you even said earlier on that you, you were thinking of packing it in. Yeah. So and obviously you, you, we know the reasons why you didn't want to. Yeah. What did you change? Yeah. I think, I think to we, allow yourself to carry on. I mean, this is another thing that we were talking about in the car as well. I think it's like. Uh, this year we did more shows this year because I'd seen the momentum that we'd had and we had a bit of momentum coming out of the back end of 2018 shows uh, the shows got, kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger kept going further and further up um, early tenancies kept going further and further up and we were doing okay with money like we're doing not too bad um, and then middle of the year took a massive drop off like the last maybe four shows this year I became over saturated with that I've touched on before like I was doing too much too many shows too much work getting really stressed getting married um, but then the back end of this year 
it slowly just picked up again. We're doing two Sunday shows, mm-hmm. which have been okay. So I think for me, it's just understanding that it's cyclical. And there was a lot of pressure on them Sunday shows because yeah. you didn't know how they were going to draw compared to the typical yeah. Saturday night where you knew you were going to get everyone out of the weekend. It's exactly. Hard. So it was. It was worrying. In yeah, that, in of that course point. it would have been. So I think we kind of, what I've realised is that it ebbs and flows. Like you are going to have to just take the rough with the smooth. Just have faith that the people who you're surrounded by, the, the matches that you're putting on, the uh, the product that you've that that you've built, and it's not just me now. It's, it, this is everybody's. It's not just me who does this. Like very much, it isn't my. It isn't only Andrew Bowers's show. It's everyone who's involved with it. And I realise that actually, just keep plugging away. Just keep mm-hmm. going. Work within your means and don't overshoot too far. Which I think I think one of the reasons why some promotions have gone under is because I think they have overshot a little bit in what their aspirations are and certainly in terms of money they've spent and who they wanted to get in. Um, you've got to keep your ship tight because you never know when Newcastle Liverpool is going to get rescheduled to exactly when your fucking show's yeah, on yeah, yeah. and only 120 people yeah. are going to turn up. But then you never know when Sky Sports are going to fucking send you an email and say that they want to do a documentary on you and 200, like 230, 40, 50 people turn up on, on Sunday. So you've just got to keep taking the rough with the smooth and just keep plugging away on it. I think that's what I've... I've become a lot more resilient this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one with the void left by the collapse of Defiant are you tempted to move north to a bigger venue Exp- and Wembley expand. <laughs> and Senior have, at Wembley and have you learned any lessons to avoid the same fate well I think we've touched on that no we're not moving to a bigger venue until we sell that place out simple as that makes it yeah why would you why would you want to I mean, when, no you, when we're not at a point where we there's an argument to say that we're, if, not, we're not we're not we're doing very well, yeah. But we're not like we be bursting doing... at the seams, are we? Correct. We want to we want it to become a fire hazard, yeah. Before we we want to, like the trick is we want to leave the riverside because it's become a fire hazard. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's it. Make it a fire hazard, and we'll go somewhere else. Is it go Wembley? A, is it an aspiration? It is. If you right. want to see it in a bigger, there's something to be said. Maybe a bigger venue with chairs and like a bit of a better production would bring more people in. I don't want to take that risk at the minute. I think if you're not in, if, if we can't get to the point where 350 is you know is packed into there mm. you're not ready to move to a bigger place yeah. if you start to do that before you have packed that place out well that's the lesson to avoid the similar fate mm-hmm. that's what i would say mm-hmm. simple as that it's a combination of vanity and insanity and i don't like dubai this time of year you know what no. I mean? going to saudi arabia, saudi arabia. <laughs> we're gonna jeddah mate yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna book undertaker versus rory i think we've jeddah. got actually rory would be down for that I think we've got most of them. There's other stuff in there I want to mention. Chris Walsh, Alexander Henry, that balcony and that jump. How frightened were you? I've mentioned that. I didn't I didn't watch it. That's how much I was. <laughs> Stuart, actually, our paramedic, has mentioned, I personally was shitting myself being medic for North Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> if it went wrong, then it would have been a serious injury. <laughs> Thanks, Stuart. That's, uh, that's our medic. <laughs> that's our medic yeah. talking. Uh, I hope no one gets hurt. <laughs> our medic. <laughs> Best chant of 2019. That's from Jamie Paschalis. Don't you? (laughs) Should never have asked that. I like the biggies, baddies, body slamming dad. Yeah, I I think it's a classic, but it's it's an oldie but a goodie. Now, now I'm trying to remember. Chop, you might know. Trying to remember which started. Did it go big bad body slam your dad first, and then she's big, she's bad, she's probably shagged your dad. I want to say off. that one first because, but not in that match. It was bef- it was another show that chance started where she'll shag the your biggie dad. bad your body slamming dad things. Followed Will Cruz around for quite a while, and I think I think it's an oldie. I think that's an oldie one. Oh yeah, thing. I mean the whole so the, I think the, the, the rhythmic structure is an old. Song. There was another there was a, uh, another podcast that would do not popping the boys. 
it was the lads that come up from Leeds. Yeah, the Ogdens, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they were the ones who took our first They had some safe. great chance, they did. Yeah, right? yeah, they stopped most of that off. So we've got one more question. It's from Adam Gosling. What's the biggest animal, realistically, you think you could throw? <laughs> what? A primate? Pablo! <laughs> Start small. Um, biggest animal I could throw? I think a sheep. I reckon I could throw an antelope. Oh, antelope's quite big. Yeah, yeah quite big. but I'm, 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 I'm... I reckon a pig. I reckon a higher pig by its little... By its tail. Oh, by its swing tail. it by its tail. That's disgusting. Oh, pig. Hi, vegans. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> antelope. Uh, uh, maybe like a Dalmatian. <laughs> I think quite a stocky Dalmatian. A deer. I think deer's too big and too gangly to difficult to grab. I'm going to stick with an antelope. Who asked that question? The pop the Adam Gosling, <laughs> the oh. Irish PCA. Just pop the bushes. Ask shit questions. <laughs> so I think we're running out of time. Actually, guys, we normally go through a, a time capsule. Bit. Yeah, I agree. I think we're pushing on an hour forty. Yeah. yeah. Wowzers! What a I'm going to quickly time. run you through a time capsule. An NTL seven back on fourth November oh. 2017. Spike Treve defeated and Amir Jordan. Can you believe That's that? The that opening match. Yeah. England's hardest men defeated. Remember them? Defeated Landed Gentry. <laughs> I remember them. AC Drake defeats Robbie X. That was, that was a heck of a match. Baz Ban and Rory Coyle defeated Sweet Jesus, Chuck Mambo and that Believer. Was, that was the night Rory Coyle, I believe, was properly born. Because Still get nightmares of Baz that was, that was the match where Sweet Jesus were coming in like as the fan favourites. Shit, yes. Uh, Uleg were the bad guys. Yeah. But don't tell the author that. Uh, until 6 was meant to be CCK versus Sons of Uleg. CCK got injured hmm. not saying anything else other than that um, and they were that progress next day it's fine <laughs> <Jumping off lines. laughs> um, and we did Baz Ban versus Rory Coyle instead where he went no oh, I'm just going to beat the fuck out of you because like, that's what we did when we had no one else to play with I played with you that was I the night that, that was the night yeah, yeah, yeah. when uh, everyone went oh god these are fucking great and then you're right Sweet Jesus got fucking uh, booed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? What was the chance they were saying? They were saying something about Jesus hasn't got your back or something. Or oh, something God, stupid like that. We might have to go, go on to uh, North Wrestling On Demand at northwrestlingpivotchair.com where you could maybe go and watch that match for only £3.99 a month. Uh, it's featuring past shows <laughs> and select shows from Joey Ryan's Bar Wrestling and White Wolf Wrestling too. thought it was a good little segue. Nice. Saxon Huxley defeats Aaron Jacobs. Now that seems like just way gone north law now, doesn't it? Those two. I actually really like the Aaron Jacobs character. Oh god, yeah. I, I a bit absolutely love that. Love yeah, yeah. That. I thought that was perfect. I would love to see it come back. Mm. Love to see it. Mm. There should be promos with that. There should be more promos for an Aaron Jacobs. Aaron Jacobs is your guy when we talk about like a Kane type character who just yes. comes in and decimates yes. people. You've got an Aaron Jacobs sat there. Slide into his DMs. Slide into in GMs. Uh-huh. Right, so then we had uh, Don Black versus uh, Liam Slater, which was a five minutes of fame match. Can you remember that one? It was basically Liam Slater did a top ten list. He was on his he was on his old uh, what culture mode, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, oh, he did a top yeah. ten list of ten reasons why North should sack Don Black, and it was like it was like his skimpy shorts. It was his whatever. Don Black comes in, he gives him five minutes to beat him, and I think he ends up cheating. I think maybe Jack, one of your friends, Jack the Jobber. Ah, uh, would have surprised me. What a he's, he's all right these days. He's, 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 he's definitely a, chilled out. A he's lot in more. a much happier place these he days. Is. Just and then the main event. Oh. 
Eddie Dennis was Dave Master. Oh, Fuck off. Word. A match that was so good, it went on the it went Fuck on off. was it NXT UK takeover mm-hmm. Blackpool. Yeah. So good they had uh, WWE wanted a piece of it. Piss, Ours is better. Piss off on that match. Oh. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Right piss off. off. Big anyway, Dave. Episode four. Dunzo. You can find us at northwrestling.co.uk for merch and tickets. NTL 23, Heavier Than Air, is February the 1st. We're back to a big Saturday. Yeah, Big Sats is back. And it's the Saturday after my birthday. We all oh. get to have our We'll have we'll been paid after the longest month without pay in January. That five-week no pay. I hate January. I fucking hate it. But it's my dad and my brother's birthday, but I hate everyone it. Gets, everyone has birthdays in January. Oh. You're so, picking me up for that one. You're, you're now we're getting a taxi up. Ah, yes. We're getting a fucking taxi up, man. Lodge, 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 That's the trouble. We can't leave the gear in town, can we? And there's a lot of gear going up there now. Bring it here. No, I'll, just leave, I'll, I'll drive up. I'll leave my car there. Bring it here. We'll share the parking. Right. Yeah, fine. You, you can you can Wait, take me, you can take me on the Sunday. <laughs> you can drive me up to get the car. You could use my parking space. Result. Park here. Don't taxi you forget about Tom's parking space. Don't. Anyway, this is, I'm supposed to be wrapping up now. North Wrestling. My landlady's N- listening. They're not using my parking. <laughs> North Wrestling NTL on Facebook and YouTube. There'll be some stuff going up on YouTube in terms of, uh, well, it'll be Spike versus Haskins. We don't really update our YouTube a hell of a lot, but that'll be up there to I watch think it's for free. something we're going to look to try and update a lot more. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, God, more work for me. North <laughs> underscore NTL on Twitter and Instagram. NorthWrestling.pivotshare.com to subscribe to our on-demand service for $3.99 a month. Andrew at northwrestling.co.uk for any correspondence. Big thanks to Grapple Clothing and the North Faithful. Don't forget, keep a check uh, look out because we didn't even really talk about it, but Sky Sports, their documentary, it might, it might, a little snippet of it might be going on Sky Sports News. Coming home for Christmas, is it? Ooh, not just a YouTube channel. Might actually be on the actual telly in that. Oh, my days. When? Mm, I think it should be quite soon. I think it should be in the next couple of weeks. Oh, beautiful! So I think it'd be a little Christmas, a little Christmas. I can't wait. I'm prezi. excited. Like for my 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 dad. When I told my dad I was interviewed by Sky Sports, like I, I'm I'm back in the will now. No, <laughs> back oh. in the will now. Big, like I said, big thanks to everybody. We're fucking out of here. Bye bye. Shuffle. <laughs> Don't you forget about me? No, 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 no. It's the last time I did this. <laughs>